0: And I'm your co-host, Ethan. New episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Ethan Soup Campbell. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> What's going on, my dude? Not much, dude. What's going on with you?
1: I mean, you know, just, just hanging around the bay, man. I'm glad you're back here.
0: Yeah, from Milwaukee. Yeah, it's... I uh, just got done with drill this weekend.
1: How it was... was uh... Pretty
0: cold. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Yeah, what did you guys do? um not a whole lot like so they needed someone to help with kitchen detail right and like there it was between me and one other guy he didn't want to do it and i was like you don't want to go in a warm kitchen like i get you have to do dishes but like it's like 32 degrees outside i was like (laughs) hell yeah i'll take that so i spent most of my time there but other than that yeah not not what was
1: the alternative like you had to spend
0: time outside and that yeah everything was outside because when we're in the field like we don't really like sometimes i've heard that they can let us go in the barracks but this wasn't one of those times and i haven't been there for any of those times so yeah just out in the field sleep in a tent it gets cold at night oh man sucks (laughs) i can't imagine drill in like
1: january
0: well that's what they were saying is this is probably going to be the last field one until april or may oh okay so yeah.
1: So then what do you do then? You just stay inside and you just like is it like a school thing or
0: like yeah, mainly it's to I don't, I don't know. I guess like be ready. That's what like all of our goal is is just keep having monthly drills and like practice your shit so you're good at it. So if you need to get activated or deployed, you know what you're doing and you're not completely lost. Yeah. That's our main goal every time. What we actually do, drill the drill depends on what the mission is, but yeah. Okay. How is, uh, how's Milwaukee, like, classes-wise? Uh, pretty good. I'm a little behind in my uh, <laughs> my writing class. You know, when the teacher says, hey, I don't care if late work is submitted, like, just don't do it all at the end of semester, you know I'm not going to do it right
1: away. <laughs> you <laughs> like, know I'm going to do it all at the end of the yeah, semester. you know I'm going to do it all at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend in Milwaukee who um, he's going for film, and i talk about him quite a bit on the podcast but um yeah he was telling me how like there's a lot of like bullshit classes that you take there and even like some of the classes that like you're taking that you're supposed to learn for your your degree like um even that sometimes is they'll like teach about something that has nothing to do with your degree or at least that's what it feels like and it's almost just like a
0: waste of time Possibly, I mean, this is still only my first semester, so like all my gen eds, of course, they're gonna have nothing to do with my degree. I'm just doing math, science, yeah, history, you know, unraveling the mystery. No, (laughs) (laughs) kidding, uh, no, but yeah, so like most of my stuff that I'm taking, I have like two classes that are geared towards my actual major, which is like an intro to business class and a discussion about the intro to business class. So, like, those are the only two that apply to what I'm doing, but I'm still learning, like cool shit i guess like i i love learning about science it's interesting oh yeah yeah but right now we're learning about like nuclear fusion and stars so yeah, that's oh, pretty yeah. cool
1: i i could probably stand to take a class on that <laughs> considering the last time that we talked about it on this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> did it's, not have much it's,
0: it's uh it's a lot like we're just doing the basics of that I, I don't know like all there is to know but it's just an astronomy course and that's pretty cool i like it I uh so my
1: buddy like I said he was going for film and so at, at my at my college NWTC we have like we have literally like a, a whole studio set out and then we have um we have like equipment that we can rent which is actually like pretty quality equipment you can rent like uh gimbal stabilizers which are very nice to use for like smoothing out your camera um movements and then we got very nice cameras um and it's just a tech school, so it's kind of crazy that that just a, a small tech school like that is able to provide so much for the students. And then you get down to Milwaukee, and I was telling my buddy like all the stuff that I could do, all the stuff that I could rent out. Milwaukee barely even has a studio, really. Yeah, and I, I looked at he showed me some of the uh, the rental equipment, and it's all it's all garbage, especially compared to the stuff that I'm able to rent out here. So the, it's like it's so surprising, and it's like. It's really unfortunate. Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to crap on Milwaukee, but I'm I'm just trying to like I guess bring the light that like I feel like they're not doing everything that they could be doing cuz I know Milwaukee has a lot more money to play around with than my tech school. Um so I I I wish those people were like given more equipment cuz I've seen some people come out of that school and they're very talented in my field. And, but I just wish that they would have like, I just wish that they would give more, uh, opportunities for people, especially in, in my industry. And I just want to see, I want to know if the, like that experience kind of mirrors with yours in any way.
0: Um, I mean, like it's pretty early to tell, and there's not much in my opinion, business wise that you would need to like rent out or get any equipment for, but what I think is because there's a lot of business opportunities. Milwaukee's a big, big city. It's like the highest population one in Wisconsin, and um,
1: is it bigger than Madison?
0: Population wise, yeah.
1: Oh dang! All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Madison has. I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think more like a little over a hundred thousand, and I'm pretty sure Milwaukee okay. has like almost seven hundred thousand. Can you
1: bring the mic a little bit closer?
0: Yeah. All right. Pretty sure Milwaukee has like almost about like seven hundred thousand people. So it's, it's the biggest one. Um, don't quote me on those numbers though. Uh but yeah, I, I think the main reason why they probably have less film equipment is they probably try to focus more of their efforts onto what's gonna draw people in more, you know? Like how many people are going to college for a film degree versus something in business or something in like engineering, you know, like two huge ones that a lot of people go for. So they're probably gonna focus more of their resources and money on stuff like that
1: and yeah and, and that's that's true because there's a little bit of difference between uh, what i'm doing and then like the film degree that you get at milwaukee milwaukee is specifically for filmmaking and then my degree is more for the, the technical side of providing, like, video, audio, and motion graphics to, to clients and to businesses and stuff. It's much more practical. Like, they focus mostly on the art of film, and then my classes focus mostly on the, the like, technology and how to use it. Um, so it's a little bit different there, I guess. So I, I, I would give them some leeway for that, but still, like, the, the fact still stands, like, this my tech school is not, not as nearly as big as Milwaukee. And I just, I just feel like they provide so many opportunities, especially in here in green Bay, which isn't like a small place, but compared to like, um, like Milwaukee, like, cause in Milwaukee you have so many opportunities for video and, uh, for just content creation in general. And, but, and then compared to green Bay, it's, it's very, very little. You have to, you have to basically, look under every single rock to find something which there's stuff here there's definitely stuff here but it's compared to milwaukee it's like nothing so um with that being said i don't know because i know you're in marketing right Mm -hmm. so like what's what's like the main goal
0: like what are you trying to what are you trying to get from that um just more like you you need the degree to go anywhere in the business world right so uh, ideally, like I'd like to have it. It's a useful skill regardless of being put to use for a job. Um, I'd say my ideal job would probably be something in content creation like YouTube or even this if it pans out. Uh, but if that doesn't work, then something in the business field uh, probably just work for a company or I could work for either of my parents' companies. Uh, so that's a thing. And then plan C would be to just go active military and a degree helps you with promotions. Cause there's a certain point where if you don't have a civilian education, then you're not just, you're just not going to be looked at for any higher. And I believe there's even a certain point where you can't be looked at any higher until you get your degree. Dang. Yeah. Right. So uh, don't quote me on that though. It's just loose stuff. I've kind of heard around mm-hmm. people talking and stuff. Yeah. I, I just made E4 like last month. So I'm definitely far away yeah. from any of those things. Yeah. But
1: yeah so is it like because i know like branding branding is huge um and i know especially now that you have all this technology like the the fact that we're able to do this podcast right here and we we don't have a lot of money we didn't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to do this and i can i can my 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 video business is relatively cheap compared to what it would be like 15 20 years ago like branding by yourself like independently is becoming so much so much easier and like i i hear that i hear that a lot especially if you're going to start like a business branding is very very important and like like just like getting your logos straight, you know, getting, getting content out to like social media pages. Like you have to have social media pages. Now you have to have a website. 100% your, your business doesn't exist. If it's not, if it doesn't have a website, first of all, and then you have to get Facebook and Instagram like minimum, you know, to be able to talk to other people and get potential clients and stuff. It's just so much in the digital world. Now is that, are you dealing with like kind of that kind of stuff? Um,
0: No, (laughs) not really. Again,
1: it's like your first year, too. Yeah. So, like, like,
0: the only thing we've just been learning is just, like, uh, business, like, tactics in general. mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. We've been learning a lot of terms. Um, (laughs) probably help if I could memorize and learn some of them to use (laughs) nah but just like mainly like nothing I haven't already learned in high school but it's still my first semester and the longer time goes on the more I'll actually like know about this shit but like for now we're we're literally just learning the basics like how businesses like function like what term is it when this happens blank 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 and that's pretty much our class Uh, also though for my Discussion. It's a little more hands-on stuff, so it's less look at notes, write them down, take a test, and it's more like do do work. So one of the things we had to do was uh, sit in for like a speaker that was coming to our school. We have a lot of those actually, and it's not just for this assignment; like they do it all the time. But the assignment was to attend one of them, and this guy uh, he came through. I forgot his name, but I know his Twitter handle is like LoFi Michael or something like that. And he works with like cryptos and NFTs, so I got to learn a little bit about that kind of stuff and how it applies to the business world. And then took some notes, wrote a paper on it, and that was the assignment. So uh, that was pretty cool. Learned about some other like business like extracurricular opportunities. So that was pretty neat. And yeah, so that that class I'd say is actually more, as of right now, is the one that's like more practical. yeah
1: that seems like a lot of useful stuff
0: yeah 100 percent. like i still don't get nfts at all (laughs) yeah or like crypto i'm like
1: kind of versed in i haven't met anybody that knows like anything about crypto or
0: nfts enough to be like (laughs) all right here's the game plan you know yeah and this guy has his own app i think it's called spree and it's like for um nfts like the like the candy isn't that a candy (laughs) i think so (laughs) yeah it is a candy i don't (laughs) know if he's got the uh copyright strike there or not <laughs> yeah, yet but. It's, whatever. it's all right yeah but uh i went up to him after he got done speaking and i was just like talking to him a little more getting to know him and i was like yeah you know i'm still not like quite getting exactly what these things are it's like the fact that you're even kind of getting it proves that you learned something today and you're better off than most of the people <laughs> I was like, well that's good at least I <laughs> yes. guess. yeah you're better off than me because i dude i
1: don't even know i have no idea i i thought about maybe um trying to get into it uh nfts and cryptocurrency but like there's so much there's so much to it i just it's overwhelming and that's why i don't want to get into
0: it yeah that's how i feel too yeah there's money to be made but you you gotta put in the time
1: oh yeah definitely i heard um through a a videography podcast that i was listening to nfts like people are selling their like short films and stuff off as nfts and they're making like more money doing that, then they would like submitting it to film festivals and then hoping that it would get seen by people. And then hopefully hoping a, like a producer comes by and, and picks it up or like decided decides to like purchase it or anything like that, you know? So like back to what I was saying before, just like independently being able to brand yourself through those ways is becoming so much, so much easier now. And it's, it's super cool to see and you can see a lot of brands like take advantage of this and i'm not speaking about nfts in general but i'm just saying like you can you can see like the way uh businesses are branding themselves um uh, is very different than that what they would have done like five to ten years ago i feel like it's a lot more personal and a lot more relatable rather than um rather than you know just like an advertisement on a park bench or something like that or at a bus stop like um i remember it was it was crazy seeing like those memes that wendy's i think it was wendy's that first that i first saw do it like wendy's was like tweeting two random people and talking like very very personally to other people and i was like dang that's that's crazy that like a a big brand like that would talk to smaller people like that but now like brands do it all the time and now it's like i see you i see you corporate (laughs) brand i know i know what you're trying to do here (laughs) and it's working (laughs) yeah (laughs) um is there any brands in particular that you look at that you're like
0: that's what they're doing yeah um I don't, I don't know about necessarily, like, well, yeah, I guess it kind of in this category, too, but, like, the Nelk Boys, right? Like, Full Send, that oh, yeah. brand, like, they, they kind of do that. They reach out to their fans. Like, there's a lot of their content where they do giveaways to their fans or have their fans, like, come on and meet them. They do, like, meet and greet stuff. And uh, I just think their brand as a whole is, like, super, like, well put together and so smart. Like, I was watching their podcast, right, the Full Send podcast, and they were talking with... I want to say it was Bradley Martin when they were talking about this uh, and just kind of bringing up how like you got to know how to manipulate social media, like not like manipulate people, but like how to use the apps effectively to make yourself blow up, right? Yes. Like... Brad was mentioning that like TikTok is something they need to get better at cuz that's like a, a front it's a whole new social media platform that they're not taking full advantage of yet but like YouTube they know the algorithm how it works like they upload every Monday for a reason because YouTube will detect that like oh on Mondays your videos are going up so if you upload on a Monday I'll push it higher on I just hit the mic when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it'll push it higher on like, people's recommended pages, and, uh, if you're not consistently doing it every week, like, at least, then YouTube might not favor you the next time you choose to upload, so that's why they try to keep it every week, every Monday, right? Um, not only that, but since they have to deal with censorship, like, by YouTube, which makes sense from a business standpoint, I don't like it, but I can see why they're doing it, so, like, they have to deal with that, and now they've launched their own website, right so it's like a fan membership type deal where you pay a fee you get all the access to all their exclusive content and it's uncut you know because they don't have to worry about youtube's guidelines on that stuff uh you get more content that just would never be able to go on youtube all that kind of stuff and they have a huge fan base like i think they're at like what like eight million subs if i'm not mistaken
1: i don't know but i know they're some
0: crazy number and like two years ago they were at like maybe two three million
1: yeah and they were mostly prank stuff they've they've moved into like this sort of um like college culture that's that's what i'm gonna call it like they moved into like a a college culture niche where they're like they're almost like marketing towards people who are in college and like what college kids do um because that's why they're so like their, their brands is so party hard, you know, um, drink and smoke as much as you can, you know, fuck bitches, get money type of thing. Cause like, that's all that college students are. It's all that kind of thing. And they're like playing towards that. And I, I respect that a lot. Cause they came from just basically pranking people that they were just another prank YouTuber. And there are, there are millions of prank YouTubers now. And I think
0: if they would have just stuck with pranking, they would have died a while ago. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing they mentioned on the podcast. Is as they started to get increasingly more popular, they literally cannot perform the same type of pranks that they used to do. They can't go into a college lecture hall and I don't know, like what were they like jeweling in it or whatever? Or, like, yeah, a giant fucking vape. They can't do that. Yeah. They walk into any college lecture hall, anything with like I'd say more than like thirty students at least one of them is a subscriber you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. because that is their target market as college students and they're not only just on youtube but i'm sure all their videos make their way to tiktok and instagram and like all these other social media so even if you're not like a super fan you've probably at least seen them and you're gonna recognize them you're like oh hey that's nelk they're the youtube guys and as soon as that happens prank over like mm-hmm. you can't do anything anymore cuz it's going to cause a disturbance before you even get to do what you want to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, but it's it's cool to see them them transition like that. Like they're they can't do that stuff anymore cuz they're literally in they're in the den of their demographics. Like every single person that they're trying to market towards is literally inside that class. So like that makes sense that they can't they can't prank anymore. But um the stuff that they're doing now and it's like it's like very, it's very entertaining college oriented kind of stuff. Like the right now, um, they're taking, they each took what, like five virgins and they tried to, they're saying like, they're trying to get them, them laid in LA and stuff like that. And like, that's as, um, I guess from an adult standpoint, that's kind of just like, that's immature, but like, that's, that's the type of stuff that I want to see. That that, that sounds funny. Yeah. It's just dumb entertainment. And that's what college kids want to see. You know, Um, like there are millions and millions of pranks out there and I'm, I'm, I'm sure they would do good. They still do make prank videos and they do pretty well, but I I can tell they're like getting out of that and they're getting more into, into uh, many different other ways of promoting their brand. Like they just came out, with, uh, with a hard seltzer a while ago, oh, and yeah. I heard I heard that's doing really well. They didn't even name it
0: uh Full Send. Yeah, you know the reason for that? Why? They want it to be separate, right? Or at least this is my take on it, right? So if they call it Full Send uh, Seltzer or whatever, right, mm-hmm. and the Nelk Boys are popular right now, if they ever die off, so does that brand because mm. people are going to associate it with Nelk, right? You call it something else like Happy Dad... And now it's disassociated from them. So if they ever die out, the alcohol brand can live on as its own thing. Mm. That, that's at least why I think they did it. But well,
1: that I mean, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty smart too. Because like, what if on one hand, what if Happy Dad blows up? Then you got two different brands. Then you can. You can shove merchandise out with Full Send and then merchandise out with Happy Dad. Which they are already doing. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it does very well for them. And then on the other hand, what if their seltzer sucks? Mm-hmm. Then their brand, the brand, like, like the people won't be saying, oh, the Full Send beer sucks. They'll be saying the Happy Dad beer sucks. And so that, in that way, if you look at it from, like, standpoint of like never having seen nelk or happy dad before you'll only disassociate with one brand and then the other brand you can still be you can still be taken with you know what i mean
0: exactly yeah and it's because the brand is so different that i think it was a smart move on their point because obviously they have like full send like drinking accessories and full send merch but that's not merch or an accessory it is a literal like Substance, you know, it's it's alcohol. You know, people yeah. will buy that whether or not they like milk. If they see like a cool seltzer and they're like, "Oh, I haven't tried this one yet," like somebody who's never even heard of milk in their life can pick that up and try it, you know. Mm-hmm. So getting into that like new market of like stuff that like corporations deal with and not just YouTubers and merch. It's like actual fucking product. I think it's very smart that they didn't call it full send.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of excited to see like, to see what else there they do in the future. Cause it's, it's really interesting to see it from like a marketing standpoint. I mean, they even had uh Steve will do it. I don't know if this is like related directly related to their marketing tactics or if Steve just did it by himself, but Steve, he started his own YouTube channel, which is also huge. And so in that way, you're kind of getting, you're giving the group more personality, you know, so you're, you're giving these, uh, these people, like if people want more of Steve, which who wouldn't want more of Steve, he, he's a very entertaining guy. Then they can go on his YouTube channel, you know, and then check him out and, I would argue it, w- it would be smart if they would do that same thing with like Salim because Salim's one of my favorite characters. I, I love I, him so much. <laughs> I, I like Salim a lot. He's like the goofball of the group. And he's, uh, if he was to have his own YouTube channel, I, I would probably watch it because I like the Nelk Boys all together is awesome. But the, but like then each character, like I would like to see more of each certain character and they bring on they bring on um, more people as they go too and it's kind of like a trial and error thing too cuz i know i've noticed like some people have some people have been brought on for a few episodes and then kept on some people have been brought on and then like kind of left to do their own thing and whether or not they were i, I wouldn't say that they were like fired or like nobody came to them and was like hey you're bad for marketing get out of here get out of our videos but like they're they're definitely picking and choosing you know who's who's really good on camera who and then who's like not the best on camera you know that's why they always have um bradley martin come back on because everybody loves bradley martin and then everybody loves to watch the nelk boys make fun of bradley martin because it's funny and uh
0: that that just kind of adds to their their
1: whole persona
0: there yeah and a lot of people um that they incorporate had their own stuff too. So like Salim, he had his own YouTube channel. That's what I was just looking up just now from what I can tell is he doesn't upload on it anymore, but uh, yeah, he, he started with his own YouTube channel doing his own pranks and then Kyle saw it and then introduced him to Nelk. And then that's when he became a Nelk boy. Uh, Steve, I want to say was the same way, but I could be wrong about that.
1: I, I think they all were content creators and then they kind of just joined together Mm-hmm. but then now that they're under the nelk brand you know then once they go off on their own i think they could be much bigger they could reach a bigger potential
0: yeah i know uh steve will do it has literally like moved out from the nelk house i don't know what they call it but the nelk house mm-hmm. he, he went to florida because that's where he's from and then the rest of them all live in los Angeles. But, yeah, and then that's also why Steve uploads separately from them is he's just doing his own thing, too, but also oh, okay. is still a part of the brand. Like, he comes back and makes the videos with them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, so it's just, it's good. They're, like, literally playing all angles. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, very, they do it very intricately and smart to where, the sur- like, on surface level, you wouldn't notice it. But after hearing them talk about it on their podcast, which in itself is its own venture. yeah. You know, it was just like really interesting to kind of hear behind the scenes, like what they're actually like. And like, they're very, like all of them are very smart people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Forgot to even mention that the podcast itself, the, the, the full fit send podcast itself is like something that they started as an extra thing. And that's super smart too, because people love those guys and what better way it, like, if you love, um like Salim and Kyle and the people who are part of Nelk, like why why wouldn't you want like an hour and a half two hour conversation with just them and their personality? you know that that's even more content And it's relatively easy to just all they do is just sit them down and then they kind of talk and then um, and then millions of literally millions of people will watch them. So that's that's really cool to see. And I, I see a lot of celebrities do that now too, especially like there's a joke, there's a joke that I saw that was like, if, if you're a celebrity and you come down or, or like you're, uh, you're on your come down, you know, um, you just start a podcast <laughs> and you'll be good for the rest of your life. Cause like, I see so many, uh, um, actors who used to be super, super big. And then, um, they're not that they don't get really get any roles anymore, but then they just start a podcast and they're a huge podcaster. Who's, uh, <sighs> Uh, who's the guy that plays Chris Trager in Parks and Rec? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe did that because he used to be he used to be a popular actor in like I want to say like the eighties, nineties, nineties maybe.
0: I would I, I would know. guess nineties, early two thousands yeah. based on how old he looks now. Yeah, I mean he maybe, looks, maybe some 80s stuff, but probably not a whole lot.
1: He looks pretty young for how how old his age is though, so, yeah. but like. Yeah, but he, he started a podcast too because I I know that guy doesn't get like I'm not saying he doesn't get any roles, but like obviously his time his like peak time has passed mm-hmm. through Hollywood. But now like now that he has a podcast, it's almost like kind of I don't want to say passive income, but he doesn't have to like fight to get the next role in order to get more money. He can he has his own little audience there that that are that are dedicated to him, you know, that are loyal to him. And then he can kind of ride that wave and then maybe build something out of that, you know, um, another person, uh, that I, that I want to mention that's like really good at marketing that I, I got to like hands down, probably one of the best, uh, one of the best businessmen out there or like best business team out there. Cause I'm I guarantee you he has an entire team is the Paul brothers. Yeah. Jake Paul specifically. Oh my God! They're so good at it. They're amazing at it's, it.
0: It's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's um. So I I used to like everybody else used to not like him. I know most people don't like him either. Like currently, but I I stopped hating him after I was like seeing like what he what he was doing, you know, with his with his business. At first, I was just like like I don't I don't really. I'm not a big fan of like the content that he produces it's just not my thing and I, I don't I don't like his personality but um that's just a personal thing business wise man he they the Paul brothers started on vine mm-hmm. how many vine people do you think like how many vine people are still
0: around and still on their come up like almost none I, I'd argue like <laughs> probably literally none I, yeah I yeah I
1: would argue probably the Paul brothers and that's it
0: like, there's... I can't even think like of... Like, Amanda Cerny, kind of, but she's more than just a Viner, so... Uh, what, I feel like once she
1: did... Once she did that, like, Playboy thing, it was over for her. She I want to like, say
0: that was before she did Vine, though.
1: No, no, no. You sure? What? I
0: don't there know. There was a
1: Playboy thing where she was, like... She, like, people were freaking out because she was, like, full nude. She did, like, a full nude Playboy thing. I've I've never watched it. <laughs> I swear, I swear I've never watched it. <laughs> but but like and then after that I just like I never heard of her again. Same with King Bash. He Oh, I forgot he existed. <laughs> I think he's got like he's got his own um marketing company or something where he like he like helps manage or yeah, a managing company or something where he helps manage um other other stars coming up. Okay. Um that's what I've seen. I don't know how successful it is, but I I don't see him on my feed anymore from for years now. Like he, he's I don't see him doing anything super huge, you know, that everybody knows about. But the Pro, the Paul brothers, they're still on top, man. It's it's insane. I mean, Joe Rogan's talking about him on their on his podcast anytime that he brings up the UFC or anything or like like UFC doesn't even have anything to do with boxing and he'll still talk about him yeah that's uh is jake
0: paul still undefeated
1: yeah yeah if you want to
0: if you want to call it that i mean he doesn't box real boxers no no, i know but like even so he's not well i guess he is would you consider him a real boxer i don't know that's up for debate for sure because i've seen their training and they don't fuck around like they are in it to fucking train hard and win
1: i want to say traditionally I wouldn't count him as a boxer, but I think the boxing community is changing a lot right now because of what people like Jake Paul are doing. Like, because cause Jake Paul has... His fights have been some of the most popular fights to come out of boxing in recent history, and he he technically wasn't even a boxer for his first few fights. He was just some YouTuber that did intense boxing training and is now now on his way to become a boxer um and that kind of stuff like celebrity boxing matches is becoming so much more popular people people like unless if you're like really actually into boxing you don't really know or care about who's who's like the heavyweight champ you know middleweight champ and stuff like that like i don't know those people but i know jake paul is boxing like that's that's the extent of my knowledge on boxing and A lot of people want to, like, especially like OGs from the boxing community, they want to, they're like disappointed that that's where it's going. But I look at it as like, that's where it's, that's where the community is going and that's where it's going to go. So you've got to get with the times and, you know, make something good out of it, you know? Um, So. I got a little bit off track, too much on boxing, but <laughs> just just their their whole um, marketing tactic. Like Jake Paul is the obviously he's obviously the bad guy, and he plays his role as the bad guy really really well. Like I can see him, I see him talking smack and stuff, and then people get upset like uh, like whenever he disrespects like uh, an OG boxer or something like that, and I'm like, you know, there's. There's a a very large chance that he doesn't mean any of it. Like, he doesn't actually hate these people. There's a very large chance that he's doing it because he wants money. Because it, it makes people mad. It upsets people. And then those upset people show it to a bunch of other upset people. And then they show it to more people. And, it, and then it, it accumulates, like, so many views, so much attention and then boom you got a boxing match with hundreds of thousands of people watching it you know that's... like
0: all wanting to watch you lose
1: yeah exactly like i don't i don't know about you but if you told me that i would make 500k stepping in the ring with some guy and everybody hates me but i make 500k getting in there i don't know i i feel like i'd probably do it
0: 100 yeah. percent, yeah it's that type of tar- or uh it's that type of marketing that's really, like, what they've been doing the whole time, but just boxing is their newest, like, venture, right? Like, look at Jake Paul throughout, like, his whole YouTube career. Like, he started out on Vine uh following, like, Logan, and then he got his own YouTube channel, his own team. He put out the song, It's Everyday Bro. Everybody hated it, mm-hmm. like, so much, mm-hmm. but it made him a lot of money.
1: That's how I got to know jake paul was that that music video Mm -hmm. like that's how he became a household name was that crappy music video Mm -hmm. and he really like because i've seen people throw throw out like terrible music and like the community will kill their career just by listening to that song but jake paul's career was like boosted through that they they maneuvered their way through that like crazy and logan paul took a Fat hit with that suicide forest thing. I thought he was
0: done right yeah. there. But no, he's still going. He's still going. Like that's crazy. Like I still to this day don't understand how, because he wasn't a small YouTuber at the time he did that. No, he was huge. Yeah, he's still a big YouTuber. How did his entire team let that slide and just thought you know it's <laughs> cool, let's blur it? What? It's
1: <laughs> such a mystery, man. I I want to say like. They were probably looking at it from a controversial standpoint in oh. marketing, too. I want to say, like, they were like, somebody was probably like, hey, we should probably cut this out. And then another man was like, or we keep it in, you know, we do what we can to like make it make light of it. But, can you imagine how many views we'd get if there was a dead guy, you know, in Logan Paul's video? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't wrong. There's a lot of lot of press coverage with that, but it it, it unfortunately was too negative.
0: Yeah, see, at that time, I was watching like all of Logan Paul's videos and like some of Jake Paul's. Yeah, I, that was like what when I was a sophomore, or junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I was real into their shit at first, and then that happened. I was like, okay, maybe maybe they're not so great of people.
1: <laughs> I I always knew that they weren't great people, but but like I, I admittedly I did watch a lot of uh Logan Paul's vlogs when he was making them cuz they were like they were entertaining. They were just yeah. dumb entertainment and I like I had no interest in what they were doing um but he would just drop money on like a giant party bus and I'd be like that's that's cool. He bring us through the process of like buying it and stuff and then the like the funny um things that he has with his like um his like his partner who who is the Evan the, yeah. the little guy and then um and then with his like assistants and stuff like that mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure all that that was all fake like I don't know I don't know if that girl was actually uh his assistant or not but basically they kept replacing this assistant girl,
0: yeah, I and think I remember it
1: would that. always be a pretty girl. Oh, of course. And then, and they would always, all they would do is just annoy her, just twenty four seven. And it, it was, it was entertaining. It was like literally watching a TV show. Yeah. And these personalities collide together. So, um, yeah, that's that's what got me. I ended up not watching the Suicide Forest video because I like skipped it that week because I know he uploaded like a once a week, mm, twice a week, maybe I don't know, but. Yeah, I skipped that one and unfortunately that was the one that I didn't watch. <laughs> hey, man, so. You can
0: still find it. People re upload it all the time. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's, it's not worth it's it. it not. Like, yeah. I actually watched it like when it first came out, so I saw like the version he meant to put out and not like anything somebody might have re uploaded and changed about it, right? And I can there's like a shred of doubt that I have is like what he was trying to do with it was promote suicide prevention. Because he he talked about like while he was in the situation he had all that like stress and adrenaline he was saying some really stupid shit like i understand that people crack jokes in stressful situations but like don't upload it then maybe you know it doesn't look too good (gasps) i do but the the after part where he was like calmed down a little more he was like you just tell he looked like really like traumatized by it and was talking about like guys if you or anyone you know has like mental health problems like here's the number for the suicide prevention hotline and like we're not gonna monetize this video at all there's no like merch being sold like I'm not gonna promote it or link it or whatever he's like I just want this video to be about like suicide prevention so I can kind of see why maybe the team was like well since he said that at the end it should work mm-hmm. but like still they it's I a think that body man. I think it would have worked if they cut all the footage of the actual guy blurred or not, like cut all the footage, not included what was happening in the situation itself and just had the before and after. But the only problem with that is then like, how are people going to believe you? You know, well, but I'd still say that's better than actually uploading the guy. St- Cause that's uh, fucked up.
1: Stories get out. What I would have done and I'm not a marketing expert, but what I would have done was just kind of just continue on with the, the video <laughs> And and but like go to the press and let let the press know that like Logan Paul, this big celebrity found uh, found this dead guy. And then like I would have spun it as like Logan Paul was very respectful about it. Obviously, he wasn't. But like this is what I would do, you know, spin it as like Logan Paul was trying to trying to help this guy or or like this guy's body and like um, call the police and make sure that he was that that person was, you know, uh, taken care of. But uh, nah, No, nah, they just kind of threw some merch on him.
0: Did they actually throw merch on him? No, no, oh, I was gonna <laughs> no, say, but I, was I like, just dude, I don't remember that, but if that's <laughs> the case, holy shit, <laughs>
1: that's all I think about when when I hear like Logan Paul uh in the suicide forest. I just imagine because I know he would like throw merch at people all the time, yeah. I just imagine him looking at that, the guy who hung himself, just would be like, You good, bro you need some merch bro just throw some at his head yeah that
0: that does track with his personality
1: (laughs) that video would have been 10 times funnier if that one happened (laughs) dude imagine the views (laughs) (laughs) imagine all those views (laughs) no no but um in all seriousness though i i do have a question because there are there are obviously there are ethical ways of going about marketing and then there are unethical ways do you think that Um, the way that Jake Paul, I'm looking at people like Jake Paul, uh, the way that they market themselves. Do you think that's like ethical? Hmm. Let me, let me stop you first and then bring up one other guy. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. It's like Nick something. Um, he does. Do you know what mukbangs are?
0: oh uh is this a guy that is got like severely overweight throughout the course of his content yeah i just learned about this guy um i haven't watched any of his videos but from what i can what i can gather from youtube comments is that he already had an eating disorder prior to uploading but uploading just amplified it right so he started to get traction on youtube Mm -hmm. from eating all these like huge portions because i was looking at some of his thumbnails and just like ridiculous portions of food nicado
1: avocado that's his name yeah nicado avocado yeah so i i want to bring up that guy because the way he markets himself and it's not like he has an entire marketing team but the way that he brands himself is a big guy that eats a disgustingly large portion of food and is overly emotional about what he does that i'm gonna say that overly emotional
0: yeah Cause like, like like joey's world tour yeah to yeah
1: you watch him and he's like really w- strange throughout his videos he's acting very weird and a little over the top at times with some things and
0: like regarding the food right yeah
1: yeah and like i i think personally with him it's so unethical the way that he's being uh being getting getting fame that the way that he's getting fame is is unethical and that um himself like what he's doing is damaging himself and it's hurting his body both physically and probably mentally mm-hmm. definitely emotionally and but like people want to see it and that's how he makes money now so i think people are just like, cause people want to see him ruin his life. They're going to keep giving him views and he's going to keep ruining his
0: life until something bad happens in the end. Well, uh, that's see, there's a lot of factors that play with this specific guy because again, I haven't watched any of his content. I literally just learned about him cause I saw a meme on YouTube mm-hmm. about him. I was like, who's this? Yeah. That's how I was I talking to people in the comments and I figured it out. Right. So if he actually does have an eating disorder, I can kind of see how it happened, but like now's the point where like you should definitely either talk to a professional, like I don't know how to really deal with this kind of thing. I've never Well, yeah, get some help, you it. know. Yeah, but I'm sure someone out there can help you. Yeah. Either that or like just do it yourself, but like eat better, not like large portions mm-hmm. of food like all the time. Like same with uh, Joey's world tour, man. Like he gets views from either doing stupid challenges Or or like his personality, but also just he does food reviews, right? Like, so people might actually like wonder, how is this food? Should I buy it? Let's watch it, right? But he does it so much and with like fast food, like almost exclusively fast food, right? So, you know, is it really unethical for him to do that to himself? Or is it more unethical for the viewer to continue to watch?
1: I think there's fault on both sides, definitely. I think the fact that people are, like, kind of propping him up like that because he gets millions of views. There's people that are, like, consistently watching him, and you go to the YouTube comments, and it's all negative stuff. It's all really mean stuff. There's a lot of people that watch him just to hate on him, and, like, in that way, you're, like, you're kind of ruining his life, man. Like, he he probably... He already clearly has so many disorders. Like, he had to go... He had to go to the hospital. I know he had to go to the hospital because he had, like, a disease... Or something in which, like, his... There's something happening with, like, his lungs or something because of how big he was. And... But he's going to keep doing it because that's how he makes money, you know? And then... Do you know like, how old he is? I don't know how old he is.
0: Because he looks really young.
1: Yeah, there's pictures of him online before he started. And he's a pretty skinny guy. I know he was, yeah. like, a... He, like, played... He was, like, a really good instrument player, I think. I want to say it's like, a violin. violin. Yeah. Violin. Yeah, he was a good violin player and like I would not expect that, you know, from from a guy that looks like that, but he he clearly has so many issues and like you're just going to, you know, further shit on him just to like just just cuz you want to see him go down like that, you know? Like I I'm not saying I like this guy. I don't I don't really like him and I don't really really like what he represents, but i don't want to he's got so many issues man i don't want to like add to the flames you know so i think there is fault on the people on the viewers and especially the people that feel the need to comment negative things um but there's also fault in himself where like he should does he want to does he want youtube fame and to die at a young age like that or does he want to like you know get healthy in life I feel like he's been, the internet is kind of driving him towards this catastrophic event that's going to happen to him.
0: Well, and think about this too, in terms of like a money-making standpoint, think of how much new popularity he would attract by making a complete switch and being like, guys, I'm getting healthy. And then imagine if people could see, like, let's say he goes through with it, really commits, and then he like gets like shredded or at least loses like a lot of the fat and gets healthy again, right? how many more people would be like, holy shit, this guy's fit as hell. Like, I want to learn how to do that. And then he could market it as a fitness thing instead of in a food thing, you know? I don't know. I, I don't know if that would be as big for him, though.
1: Because there are, there are millions and millions of people watching his he, every he'd video. Lose his now. old
0: audience, no doubt. But mm-hmm. he'd attract a new one. Like, whether or not it be as big is one thing. But I think with the way people are being negative right now, to see that spun 180 and like have him come back like that would really shock people.
1: I would be of that demographic, you know. Yeah. If I I would definitely watch him if he was improving his life more, but I can't say the same thing for everybody else. I think the thing that keeps him going is that he's he's consistently gaining more and more viewers as the bigger the bigger and bigger he gets, he gets even more viewers. So he's going to keep riding that wave regardless of what happens to him. And so that's why, that's why I think that's, that is an unethical way of like branding yourself. Cause you're, you're hurting yourself by doing it. And that's, that's not what you should be doing. Uh, when it comes to literally anything, it shouldn't be at the expense of your own health.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about Jake Paul though? Cause you mentioned him first and mm-hmm. I'm curious as to uh, what you think about that.
1: Uh, I don't know that. See, that's what I was asking you. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Cause I know he's basically branding himself as the bad guy, like the bad guy in boxing. That's who, that's who he's, that's who he's going to be. So one of my arguments is like, he's not really, he's not actually hurting anybody. You know, and he's not promoting, like, violence. He's he's not, like, um, I think he's fighting Tommy Fury next. He's not, like, telling everybody, hey, everybody who sees Tommy Fury, you know, throw things at him in the street or something like that. He's he's kind of just, you know, taking on a character that people don't like. And I think in that way, it I know it makes people angry, but subconsciously it still entertains them you know cuz there's so many people that buy his pay-per-view and just to watch him get beat up but bottom line they bought that because they want to be entertained right and that's yeah. what Jake Paul is he's an entertainer and he in in a form of hatred he entertained you i guess
0: hm so i mean could you i guess my devil's advocate in me talking is going to be like what if somebody does the complete opposite, right? Tries to be the hero, the good guy. Like, I guess it's not as fun. It's not as fun to watch. Exactly. Yeah, but it, like, I don't know. Like, look at how popular fucking comics are and like superhero movies, right? Like, there's obviously some appeal to well, still yeah. being a good guy. Of course,
1: know? but but my my point is in why I brought up um, Nikado Avocado is because most people are watching Nick because they want to see him like because they hate him you know Mm -hmm. because they want to see the downfall you know people wouldn't be watching Jake Paul if they didn't hate him you know so to be the good guy is not as lucrative as being the bad guy so I see a lot of people nowadays just trying to be the most outrageous that they can be the most the most like controversial that they can be solely for their branding and solely for all the views and all the attention. And that is what I think
0: could be seen as unethical if you go to certain lengths. Yeah, for sure. I don't think Jake Paul crosses the line, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I'd, like, he's I would just, argue
0: that yeah. most of what he does is annoy people. Mm-hmm. Like people have done worse to get money, you know. Um, would I do it? Probably not because i can't imagine he has a fun time walking out in public yeah because people must fucking grill the shit out of him all the time yeah uh with this nikado avocado is that his yeah name? yeah but that guy i mean if he really doesn't care that much I, I for him i feel like most of the the problem is with the viewers right like one of the comments i read was well, if we got if you want it to stop, then stop watching his content. It's that simple if you don't mm-hmm. as the consumer, if you don't pry sorry if you don't buy a product, the developer or manufacturer will have to change it same mm-hmm. with YouTube views and your attention and adsense and all that good stuff. if you don't like their business practice, then don't contribute to their revenue you know, yeah, but people aren't going to do that no 100 so, <laughs> percent they're not. <laughs> yeah so but that doesn't make it any more or less ethical it just mm-hmm. shows a problem we have i don't know i i would argue
1: against that because i think i think you can't really change what the masses want at at some certain point you know because if if you're providing so much hate to uh to a group let let me think of an example like um like a lot of people complain about the media nowadays because you don't, they can't sell newspapers anymore. And that that's how you would get your money back then was people would, you know, you ever seen those newspaper stands, people would see the front of the newspaper and be like, well, it's the only newspaper I got in town. Let's see what's going on today. Put a quarter in grab a newspaper and then just hope that there's some good stuff in there. But now with the internet, They're like people can look at anything that they want so their attention span is so small so all these newspapers have to post the most outrageous stuff the most craziest story like they have to title it uh, a certain way so that people that it will grab people's attention and in order to do that they post like they post stuff that makes people feel emotion and that usually the best emotion to get people in is hate in order to, like, get their full attention. So that's why you see so many, um, like, the, in, in cases where... And I don't want to get too political here, but this is a legitimate thing. In cases where um, white people uh, murder black people, they will put the races on the title because that will make it seem more like a racist attack and that will make people more inclined to read about it. If you say... If you see man kills man in streets of green bay you'll be like all right well murder happens a lot you know it's unfortunate but it does if you see white man kills black man in streets of green bay it doesn't matter what race they are but now subconsciously you're thinking all right this could be like a hate crime this could be a much more um controversial story you know i might have to follow this because there this is crazy man um so you see what i mean like that is unethical to me so they're playing to your hate they're playing to that those emotions in in a way solely for your attention but they're doing it to the masses and they're getting people riled up for their for money for like monetary gain but they're ignoring the fact that like they're making a whole group of people upset at another group of people for no apparent reason
0: yeah, I mean that's that's a better way to put it. I'm kind of grasping it a little more now. Uh yeah, definitely unethical. Um my my still issue comes back to though like if you don't like that kind of stuff, it's up to you really. Like your money is what keeps them doing it. They will do whatever gets money. So if you stop letting yourself be fooled by misleading headlines and you stop watching avocado what's his name nikado, nikado, nikado. Avocado. nikado yeah. avocado because you see that he's damaging himself and you want him to get better don't watch his stuff man if he keeps making those videos and if everybody were to come together which will never happen yeah but i'm not gonna personally contribute that's how i look at it like there's really nothing you can do other than that mm-hmm.
1: well i think yeah definitely personally um you do have like a uh responsibility as an individual to be able to, you know, kind of snuff that kind of, that bullshit out, you know, to kind of have some common sense. That's a responsibility of yours to, as a regular individual, to have common sense, to like, think about things critically and not from an emotional standpoint. But again, people aren't going to do that. And the more and more people push to say the more outrageous stuff, we're going to end up, like, we're going to end up losing All, all stories that are just like regular stories that are completely strictly fact. You know, if, like I said, the, uh, going back to like the white man kills a black man thing, if there's a news, let's say like there's two newspapers out there and there's one newspaper that reports the story as man kills man in the streets of green Bay. And then another newspaper that, uh, writes it as white man kills black man in streets of green Bay more people are gonna go to uh the newsstand that has the most controversial thing and obviously the other newsstand doesn't want to lose money so they're gonna have to top that so you look at this as um like a whole throughout our entire nation every single news source and every single brand is trying to top each other and if that's how you get people's views by being the most outrageous then it's just going to get crazier and crazier. And then that way it kind of like snowballs into like the only thing that you see. And I would argue that we're right there right now to the point where like the only thing that you see is like the craziest, most controversial things. And yeah. that that is obviously it's not good for people. It's very clearly not good for people. I mean, you see the effects of it online all the time. You know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of misinformation just solely because people don't fully read into the article they only read the title and the title is the craziest title that they can think of and then that's that's what goes you know and it people base their opinions on that kind of stuff and then it starts fights with other people who base their opinions on other crazy articles that's not healthy and i think that's what makes it unethical
0: yeah that's a good point i'd say it's definitely unethical mainly on the business stand like the the business front right like Mm -hmm. but i don't know any other way to fix it well i'm not looking for
1: i'm not looking for solutions i'm just trying to you know discuss like it's a big issue nowadays
0: for sure yeah i mean I, i haven't really i guess like i i knew about it obviously but i haven't like really given it this much thought ever but yeah definitely for sure and even with the same thing YouTube videos. Uh, like, look at how crazy the Nelk boys go. And I just found this other YouTuber the other day. Super funny. His name's Jadion. And he does prank videos, too. And, dude, he goes way over the top with some of them. But oh, I, I love it so much. Like, he did one. It was getting a haircut in a college lecture. Like, <laughs> Nelk can vapor whatever the fuck they want in a college lecture. But getting a goddamn haircut, he literally put the i don't know what you call it but like the thing that gets the hair not to hit your clothes yeah yeah apron looking thing, yeah the claw the the cover i don't know i don't know gets that put on gets one of the dudes to come over to his chair and he literally just electric (laughs) razor it's like buzzing as the teacher is trying to i think i saw that on
1: instagram i didn't click on it though but yeah that's but that's that's like an ethical thing you're not hurting anybody doing that and pranks is kind of Uh, a little different stray off of what we're saying but it kind of keeps the same topic in that like they all try to one-up each other exactly they you've seen like some crazy stupid pranks like the gone sexual in the hood kind of pranks where it's like it's just a mundane prank but then they title it as something insane crazy Mm -hmm. and i've even watched youtube videos where it like sounded crazy like that and then i get to the end of the youtube video and i was i'm like where where like, this is just a regular video. Where's the crazy? Where's the controversy? You know? And then I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like trying to capture your attention. And then people... Um... There was this this one guy on, on TikTok that I saw that like stopped a moving train because like he grabbed a desk and then he, he sat it in front of the, the railway and then he just sat there. And just waited for the train to like come at him and the train stopped him like literally like a foot before it hit him and the dude did not flinch but that guy went to jail
0: he yeah, went to jail can't for do that, that. <laughs> yeah but like that's
1: what it's driving people to do because p like people they want so badly the attention that you get from these from these social media sites the the all the views man they want that TikTok fame man and they'll do anything that they can but that's like people will jump over that line where like it'll like that's it's just not good it's not good for you man it doesn't help anybody you stopped an entire train that thing could have killed you man Mm -hmm. and then there would have been a whole debacle with that thing yeah there's a point where you need to like calm down
0: dude i i don't remember who this was but i was reading an article about someone who got literally like killed over that shit uh from what I could gather is he was doing some sort of prank that involved a fake knife, and I think he was going to be, like, a fake murderer oh or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, probably not something to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> was, but, was he trying to rob somebody? Because I think I've heard of a story like that. I don't know exactly what he was trying to do, and I, don't, I didn't watch the video. I don't think there was a video, actually, because he died. Yeah. But... Yeah, he did it to the wrong person. The dude pulled out a handgun and shot him on the spot because he, he literally yeah. thought he was about to be stabbed. So, like, anybody with a handgun would definitely use it yeah, in that situation.
1: That's ridiculous. That's yeah. stupid.
0: Yeah. That's And the kid was pretty dumb. young, too. I think he was 16 17.
1: I hope the person who shot him doesn't get into too much trouble because, yeah. like, personally, like... It's sad that you you shot a 15, 16-year-old, like, an innocent one. But you if know? someone comes at you but, with a knife and in their yeah. intent
0: is to scare you, you're yeah. going to, like, freak out.
1: It, yeah, if, yeah, exactly. Like, if there's a clown, if somebody dresses up in a clown costume and, like, stares at you from across the street, don't, like, you're not going to shoot them. But that person, he posed an immediate threat to that person right there, right then, in, in those split-second, in those, like... Very split seconds, man. You can't, you can't just like sit there and be like, okay, well, let's just wait this out. You know, let's see what happens because yeah, maybe, more maybe often than not, he's pranking me right now. Yeah, yeah, now. <laughs> more often than that. not, he's not pranking you. He wants your money and he's gonna stab you. So like, like it's again, it's sad that 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 innocent but also stupid kid did that, but I, like if I had a gun, you know, I would defend myself as fast as I
0: can. Yeah. Not only that, but like the human brain just doesn't like work that way. Like Mm -hmm. I I was watching this video talking about a concept where like for survival, we've kind of evolved to be more skeptical, to be more skeptical of everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So like if you're walking through a forest and you see a stick on the ground, you think, Oh, it's a snake, but then it's a stick. You're chilling. Right. Mm -hmm. If you see, Uh, snake on the ground you're like oh it's a stick you could die right yeah it's it's like a very stupid example but like we've like evolved to be like super critical of everything Mm -hmm. we see so like you see someone coming at you with a knife i don't i don't know if he was dressed up like something or not he
1: probably was since he was doing a prank like yeah probably
0: wanted to fit the part yeah i don't know but yeah you're not just gonna assume like oh hey like He's just fucking around, right? No, mm-hmm. your first instinct is to be like, "I'm gonna die. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live though." Yeah, yeah. Him. Like
1: fear, it's like that fight or flight kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like when fight or flight kicks in, there's no thinking; it's just pure adrenaline. Like, what are you, what you're gonna do? And unfortunately, that guy's instinct was fight. Um, where I think he was with his uh, girlfriend or a wife or something. Well, then too. it definitely had to have been fight, yeah. you know? Yeah, because. Unless if you want to just push the wife in the take her and run, Uh, probably probably not. (laughs) I don't know, man. Maybe your wife's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get rid of her. Um, Do you know where this was? No. Um, If it was in a, if it was in like a big city, I would be like this even more justified that that guy shot him because like crime in big cities is huge, and if if I was to see a guy with a knife. Um, I just in Green Bay in Swamico and Howard, like they're, they're smaller towns, you know? So I'll see, I've seen guys like have handguns, you know, have guns or knives, you know, walking about and it, it's normal if it's like in their Yeah. Or yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah it, it's completely normal. But like in cities, people will freak out about that stuff. Cause like, there's so much crime in cities, there's hardly any people that like, carry a handgun because they're a good Samaritan, you know, there's a, I'm not saying that there aren't any, but I'm saying there's a lot more people that will carry that handgun or that knife to, to hurt somebody. than there are people that would want to defend themselves. So like in, in a city, you're like, you're much more on edge about people. So that's just, Oh man, that's just a crazy story, man
0: yeah um i I don't remember like much details i read it a while ago and it was yeah one of those snapchat like featured stories things you know imagine your last words
1: being it's just a prank bro yeah that's like god comes down (laughs) and he's like really man come on dude (laughs) i made sure that you were the sperm that won and you you went out like that you're supposed to do such great things
0: (laughs) oh man Hope you enjoyed this episode of the 920 Lounge Podcast. If you like our conversations, make sure to follow our socials with the links in the podcast description. Drop a rating and a review too. It helps with our podcast awareness.
1: More content coming next Thursday. See you then.